That just reminds <laughs> me of like paintball. You ever went paintballing before? Oh my god, yes. I remember one time I went paintballing and I was with it was like with my like god brother, right? And then I hid in the most obvious spot of their like four acres that they had. He came up right underneath me. Oh no. Wet my <laughs> shit, bro. <laughs> wet my shit. <laughs> What the fuck out of shit? That shit had hurt. So and I was in the tree, so I couldn't even get jump out of the tree. You're just a sitting fucking target. I was a sitting duck, bro. And he he knew what he was getting ready. I bet you he even put more paintballs in that bin. Like I know he extra stocked that. We're so happy that you downloaded. going on out there world how we doing and shit welcome to steezy's trap house this is your boy steezy and it is show motherfucker number 273 <sighs> yes making moves out here it's the second podcast i've done today also i feel accomplished because as you'll hear me say at the start of the previous episode i haven't done an episode in three weeks because i have been chilling Chilling hard out here in these streets, not doing shit. Just really not being productive whatsoever. This is your boy Steve, it is show number 273. Thank you for joining and listening yet again. I am back in Orlando. The past episode that I just recorded today also was in Tampa. I'm back in the trap house, y'all. Back in the trap house. And I've got a new friend here to talk about things and poop. We're definitely talking about poop. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're going to bring it in. Yes. Oh, yeah. No. Are you kidding me? Of course <laughs> I'm bringing it in now. If I know, see, you've already given yourself away again now because <laughs> just mentioning the word poop, you've already started laughing. <laughs> it's a broad topic. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Right now, studio, for the first time, we've got the homegirl space in this bitch. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? You can get even, you can like pull that up to you. Yeah. And get like. That perfect? Yes. Okay. Yes. I am quite well. Thank you for coming over. Of course. I'm so happy for you, by the way. You're in two different large locations. And you this know. This is your second podcast. I'm trying. I'm trying. Welcome back. I mean, I well, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. Thank you for coming over. I appreciate you sharing your time with me on this lovely Sunday evening. Of course. Yes, indeed. We traded people at home. We traded, uh, we traded guac before this yeah we did um black rooster way better than green ghost oh shit shots fired <laughs> shots fired just the guac though just the guac deals though green ghost is way better oh oh hands down hands down always hands my go-to down. yes and also since it's so close to me in walking distance you know that that inevitable like getting home from somewhere at two thirty, three o'clock at night you know it's it's made much easier with a quick walk to green ghost yeah and Perfect place. And a nice mouth hugger at 3.45 in the morning. <laughs> yes, indeed. Please shout out your social media uh, where people can find your content, anything along those lines. Um, So my Instagram is at feelforyoutoo. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm not as active, but um, it's feelforyoutoo. 
It's pretty similar. Um, I also have another account that I'm kind of running. It's called A Source to Give Back. It's the charity thing that I'm doing. Yes. Um, I don't know if you want to talk about that. Oh, we're definitely going to talk about that. Uh, <laughs> if you want to do a quick a that quick hit of it real fast, and then we can go more in depth afterwards. Yeah, it's just um, a nonprofit fundraiser that I'm doing to give back to people in need. It's not specifically aimed towards homeless people or anything like that. It's just aimed towards people in need. Haha, yes. We will get to that very, very soon. You can subscribe to the show, download for free as always. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, any of those lovely services. Please. Um, Don't forget to give it a five stars, by the way. Oh, (laughs) you stole the words right out of my mouth. (laughs) Yes, yes. I will give you a a golf clap for that. Thank you. Yes, that was was very, very classy. Mm -hmm. Very classy. Do as the lady said. Give me a five star (laughs) rating. Come on now, people. Yeah. Leave a review, Don't too. Don't hate. Just always give love. I'm you can be honest with it, too. It doesn't have to be a five. It could also be a three or a four. Honestly, I, t- I would take any stars <laughs> over no stars at all. Yeah. Please, just give me... You can even rate it zero if you want. Please don't do that. But you can <laughs> if you want to, you know? like yeah, just Talk to me, please. Interact with me. I'm saying, yes, let me know why you think it's zero stars. Mm-hmm. I don't think you really think it's zero stars. I mean, come on. But if you do, we would love to hear anyway. Exactly. Opposing ideas yeah. are never, you know, projected. Exactly, yes. There's always something to be learned from every person. Yeah. No matter how stupid they are. <laughs> Sometimes that's what you're learning from them. Yeah, how seriously. To, how to not be stupid like them. There's like this like wise quote or um, kind of like a wise action in a sense where... You know, if you feel strongly about something, maybe you should also try and learn more in depth about the opposing idea mm. and then try and learn more about that because that would broaden your information. Yes. And your perspective. I like uh, I, you're getting brownie points with me because that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly how I like to view things. Yeah. I like you have to like view everything from all perspectives, if possible. Yeah. Seriously, I had a conversation the other day with someone and I messaged them and I was like, hey, you know, like this is, you know, common misconception. Like this is what it actually is. And they gave me in response like an inf- like a source of information that I haven't ever heard before. And I was instead of rejecting it, I was like, what is this? Because at first I was like, you know, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure I'm right. But I'm still open yes. to know what you're talking about. Yes, definitely. You know, who am I to say it's bullshit before I even know what it is? Exactly. Exactly. That's like the whole kind of like culture of reading the headline and not the article now yeah you for just scroll real. past something and you're like oh wow that sounds cool suddenly it has like twenty thousand retweets or something and yep. nobody has even read the fucking article yep there is this uh there's this thing that went around what was it like a year or two ago i think and it was a fake article that was designed off of it was based off of that exact assumption it was basically the headline was misleading or some shit but the entire article was about people not reading the actual article and just reading the headline. Didn't that happen with Chance the Rapper? It might have. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I, I know about that. that oh, does, shit. That happens frequently. Damn, did that happen to Chance? What happened to him? I, I don't remember the specific details. It's not for me to speak of, but I think that happened to him. Fair enough. Okay, word. Yeah. It's like, it's happened. I mean, it's definitely happened to me. Like, I've learned hard in the past of just like, okay, this is where you don't, <laughs> this is where you don't just retweet something just because you're like, oh, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, definitely. face value, and you don't even know what the fuck they're talking about at all. Absolutely. I find that when articles or any source of information like you know how that whole sudan thing is happening and it's like if you put this on your story um you know you give one meal to someone or some shit like that 
and then you know like the next person who posts on their story they like post the exact same post and they're like oh don't post this because it's fake news blah 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 and then you just go through your whole day seeing that shit and it's just like 75 percent of people posting it because they want to do good but they just don't know that it's fake <laughs> and then 25 is just like wait is this really a thing happening this right is now? really a thing happening yeah. I, I knew about the sedan thing i didn't know about this people, story thing though yeah i mean it, it, i feel like it ties into what you're talking about but like you know oh it definitely does yeah, yeah it definitely does just like looking at the article or just like thinking that it's a good thing or just like having a preconceived notion about it is that that's currently happening right now these yeah, stories okay they, i mean it's on instagram interesting i'm going through this weird thing where i'm not trying to watch like as many stories just because i'm trying to not be on instagram all fucking day <laughs> that's it's the main thing i'm getting at here i understand it's definitely easy it's a problem yeah it can be a problem how does it affect you uh personally you know i could be doing much better things with my life i could be reading a book mm. i could be paying attention to my cat mm. i could be i feel that i could be taking an epsom salt bath <laughs> i could be literally doing anything besides watching other people's lives yes staring at my phone watching other shit i feel that, that. i'm not doing i find that when i'm on social media more it affects the way i view myself how so? Like, well, recently I was going through this thing where maybe it was just because of the own personal things in my life, but I was looking at people and I find that more often than not, Instagram or social media is very curated. Mm-hmm. So people post the things that they want to post, even if it's like a bad picture of them. It's like yes. the best bad picture of them. Yes. Or maybe it's just something they genuinely like and you really see who that person is, but still life is an image and series that we choose right definitely we post it and like you know we can easily edit it or anything like that and i was kind of getting caught up in that because it's so easy to curate your life and only post the great things and more often than not people aren't very honest about their emotions they only post they're honest but they keep it very positive and don't show like hey i'm having a bad day you know oh yeah so it's like i was getting caught up in that and like it's easy to feel like, you know, oh, my God, this person's like 17 years old and they're fucking in magazines doing super amazing things with their life. And what am I doing? You know, my stuff is, you know, I feel like I could be doing that. Why isn't that happening to me? And, <sighs> really? And then, like, you spend so much time on social media and it's like, wow, I'm fucking like wasting my life right now. Like, yes. You're just like hammering yourself with this shit over and over. Again. Like constantly absorbing information rather than creating your own. Yes. And that's yes. like my biggest problem is like, OK, um, where, how can I live my life? I'm so glad you're bringing this up. I literally just had the same conversation on the last podcast today as well. Like yeah. this is this is just it's a it's an important thing to talk about, though. It definitely is. Yeah. Because all the time when I see myself, I, I, I don't even want to look at what the screen time is on my phone. <laughs> I'm scared, I got it yo. today, like the weekly report that Apple gives you. And it was like five hours a day. And I was like, Ooh. that's pretty bad. I can tell you right now, I'm sadly pretty sure mine is more than five hours a day. I know it. I, I know it <laughs> for sure. That's all right, though. I feel like sometimes <laughs> as an artist, like... You know, in this world of technology, it's something we can't avoid. And also, like, the internet is amazing. I love looking at stupid shit. I love looking at things that inspire me. Agreed. I love connecting with people. Like, if if it wasn't for the internet, I wouldn't be here with you right now. That's very true. Yeah. That's very true. I totally vibe with, uh, with, um, 
Damn, I just had it in my head and I lost my train of thought. I do that all the time. That's all right. That happens to me too. Getting older, man. (laughs) Getting older. I was going to say I vibe with uh, what you were saying about the, about not putting out the real shit. I try to keep my stories like with, with a lot of real shit just because of that. Because like, it's, it's something I've noticed all the time too. That's why I'll take like selfies while I'm pooping and, <laughs> and dumb shit like that and like post shit when I'm mad and post shit. And when, leave it there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And leave it there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, Let it stay for the whole 24 hours. Oh, yeah. I'll post shit when I'm pissed off. I'll, <laughs> I'll call people out, too. Yeah. I have called people out. I think I just called some shit out like two or three days ago, actually. Yeah. Sometimes you have to do that. You know, you have to let people know like, hey, I am not a fucking like, I don't know, whatever you think, like. This is my thought, like... Yes, like, uh, I am, like, a person with different emotions that can feel different shit. I feel that. With all that being said, follow us on our social media. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Twitter, at Steezy Trap House. Instagram, at STH Show. Facebook, like the page. Join our Facebook group, STH Show. And while you're there on our social media, try not to be on social media too long, you know? Yeah. Obviously, follow us. Go outside. Do everything I just said. Follow me on social media, but, you know, yeah, turn your phone right off afterwards and go outside and shoot a basketball or experience the sun. Climb a tree. Or anything else along those lines. Yeah. Walk along a sidewalk. Anything that's outside. <laughs> and if you want to support the show, Amazon.com, use our Amazon link. You can find it on our website underneath any of the podcast posts. Anytime you use our Amazon link and you buy some shit, they kick us some money back. For free for you doesn't cost you anything extra we get money it's a win-win for everybody you get the shit you're already gonna buy i get a tiny little percentage and we all eat at the end of the day not me there's enough for everybody i'm saying i'm saying nobody has to fight go to our represent site <laughs> if you'd like to get a t-shirt or a blouse i'm picking up my own blouse very soon because i i feel like i need one it is what it is and last but not least, you can email the show if you would like to ask us any questions, anything along those lines, or if you'd like to ask for a free sticker, which I will mail you if you email me or DM me anywhere. Steezy's Trap House at gmail.com. I will send you one free sticker, only the one. And I will answer any questions on the show if you send them in. Feel free to do that. Ha! Now, I can finally breathe and I can get back to a real conversation. So, my friend, the social media thing has got me thinking now, too, more about just social media shit i kind of even though i really enjoy twitter i think i need to get off twitter yeah i think i need to do it twitter is more interesting than instagram i feel like twitter is definitely more pervasive in a sense toxic (laughs) it can be toxic for sure all things can be toxic that's very true very true but twitter is it seems um, to rise to the to the crop more than any other platform i've been on yeah, I feel like it's way easier to get famous on Twitter than it is to get on Instagram. Like Probably. I feel like most culture stems, like, memes, everything. Like, it used to be, like, you know, I forgot it. I forgot the name. What, what was before Facebook? MySpace. MySpace, yeah, MySpace, Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter. Twitter's where it's at right now. Apparently so. I don't know. I don't know. Twitter's... It's so personal because it's just thoughts. I know. It's not even like you can't like reblog pictures or some shit. I don't know. I feel that. I deleted Twitter off my phone, the app, and I'm never downloading it ever again. That's a smart move, honestly. I Sometimes I go on the mobile, but I know that if I ever download it again, I'm just 
You're fucked. I'm fucked. Like, I don't want to. It's over. There's too many funny memes. There's too many funny things There's to see. There's just too much content to con- connect with. And, you know, that's like a whole thing, too, is I had to start, because I didn't want to take it off my phone, I had to start unfollowing people. Like, I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I love you as a person, but I can't be following you anymore because I'm on this so much. And, like, your content just doesn't, isn't something I want to, like, eat. Like, yep. I don't want to, like, Oh, yeah. Look that's at for it. sure. Yeah. That is definitely for sure. The whole... The way that I feel about social media and, like, the people that I follow has completely, like, changed over the years. How so? More to that degree where it's just things that you want to take in and not ruin your day, basically? Yeah, like, even though, like, I love you as a person, when I see you, like, you know, it's all love, you know? Sometimes I just don't want to follow someone because I don't like their content, and I think that's okay, like... Oh, yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. I feel like people take internet relationships really seriously, and it's really not that big of a deal. Yeah, I don't know what to say to those people when they try to call you out about it in person either. (laughs) And it's like, look, man, I don't want to see that shit. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're not making me laugh. You're not making me feel inspired. I just don't want to see that. Yeah, maybe I use social media not for, like, personal reasons, but purely for, like, to be inspired or I don't know. It's so interesting now. I would love to be able to just get off completely because before I started doing the podcast, I was off social media Totally. I was flip phone, dude, off the grid for like five years or some shit. I would kill to go back to that, to that version of me. Yes. What if you could have that version of you for like six hours every day? I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Do you think you can maintain that? You think that's like plausible in your life? Of not looking at my phone for six hours every day? If I take mushrooms every day of my life, I probably (laughs) could do that. Um, I think it's possible. I just have to, I mean, it's just, that's the problem. That's the problem. It's just so pervasive. It's just so in your face always. Yeah. Especially as an artist. I feel like you have to like connect with people. Yep. And like post your stuff on social media. Yep. Hey, I'm out here. Yep. I'm still here. (laughs) Look at me. Still doing this. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. I totally agree. It's, it's like a hard, it's like a hard thing to do. But I mean, the problem I have that I think I need to start doing more of is at least at night, like turning my phone off at a certain time and just not picking it up again. You should put it on airplane mode. That helps me a lot. On airplane mode? Yeah. I, I was actually going to talk about this. It not only affects us mentally and subconsciously, but it also affects us physically because it's releasing, I haven't done school in a while, but radio waves? Or yes. It's just releasing waves, period, frequencies, yes. and, ele- uh, you know, electromagnetic, and that affects you. Oh, definitely. And, like, that affects your sleep, and affects your brain. It also affects your hand because you're constantly holding it. Mm-hmm. So every it, night, airplane mode. It's so crazy to think about that, too, with Wi-Fi and everything else that's around us just sending waves at all times. Yeah. And we don't even know how that's affecting us because it's it's so new and recent. We We don't have any long-term studies or anything on what these crazy waves are actually doing to us yeah there's actually some studies like um a lot of people i mean people who are into that they don't want to do 5g because it affects the environment negatively yes like there's like literally no reason for us to do 5g like why do we i don't know it's not for me to speak of fair enough fair enough i know i do know what you're talking about though yeah yes i I have been doing the five i've been looking at the 5g thing myself (laughs) i'm just like oh boy oh boy yeah it's honestly so crazy how the little things affects us the most it's pretty ridiculous yeah so i know this is a complete 180 but 
Where are you from originally? Um, I was born in Japan. I'm half Japanese, half Ukrainian. Damn, so you have dual citizenship? Um, uh, kind of, yes. I recently became an American like a year ago. Gotcha. But I was on the like a resident alien, so I okay, had a green card for a couple of years. But now you do have dual citizenship. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Yeah, but yeah, it's a weird thing. But yeah, I do technically. So how long were you in Japan for then? Um, so people ask me this. It's like, oh, what, what's your first language or whatever? Um, I kind of like went everywhere. Like I didn't stay long enough to like reside there, but okay. I stayed long enough to like be impacted there. So I stayed in Japan when I was born for the first three years of my life, I believe. Word. And then I moved to Ithaca, New York, which is like really upstate. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, that's yeah. super upstate. <laughs> yeah. Um, I stayed there for a couple months and then I went to kindergarten in Ukraine and I stayed there for a whole year. I stayed with my grandparents and like, um, that's crazy. Yeah. So I, I, I first started speaking Japanese and then I moved here and then I just didn't really learn English cause I was kind of like a culture shock. I didn't really want to. Uh-huh. And then I moved to Ukraine and I only spoke Ukrainian for a little bit and then I had to relearn English and, um, I stayed for a while and then I officially moved to Florida in first grade and. Uh, every summer I would go to Japan or I would go to Ukraine and I would go to school there. That's so dope, honestly. Yeah. That's that's pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. It was a crazy... Well, it was an interesting childhood. I didn't really like going to school during the summer. You know? I mean, no, who would? But Yeah, <laughs> but... But the ability to just go to to those places, like... Yeah. I, I mean, I bet looking back now, you're just like, yo, like, blessed to be able to do that i feel like absolutely i'm so grateful for it and i'm glad i can be grateful for it so you're still fluent in all three um i'm i definitely understand ukrainian uh-huh. um i'm pretty fluent in japanese i can write it i can read it word um but i can't have like an intellectual conversation gotcha like i couldn't write a thesis or that's anything. like me with spanish yes yeah but i know enough not ukrainian i know the basics because i don't really get to practice too often gotcha that's crazy though yeah Damn. And my English is flawless. I, yeah, I see. <laughs> oh, you hit it with the snap there. Just like, oh, yeah. English is a banging. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. So all over the place then. Yeah. It's been pretty interesting. That's crazy. Yeah. I almost got to live in Japan for two years. Yeah? Yeah, my dad was a uh, military. Oh, that's he, super fascinating. Yeah, he was stationed on the Kitty Hawk for two years. And my mommy did not want us childrens to uh, have to uproot everything and make new friends and all that stuff and mm. i was like but <laughs> japan oh please come on <laughs> like let's do that yeah but you know it, it happened that's why i want to live in japan now because i missed that opportunity yeah. back when i was young you should definitely go honestly people always want to go to tokyo but i would always recommend going to osaka because it's way funner like Word. Tokyo is like kind of like the cooler city, but Osaka is just way more like alive. Like it's more human. That sounds good to me. Yeah. I I mean, whenever I go to visit for the first time, I know I'm going to have to at least go for like a month. I'm not I'm not doing no one and a half week, two week shit. I'm I'm going for a month. Yeah. Because I want to do shit. That's awesome. I want to climb out. Japan's kind of perfect too. I feel like to travel because like there's also a lot of cheap options and like you don't really have to like. I mean, I guess that's anywhere though, you know, but. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it just c- kind of depends wherever you go, but there's like mad hostels and shit. And exactly, like, you could get like a room for like twenty bucks. Exactly, that's definitely what I'll be doing when I head over there. 
I'm trying to head to Europe and do that type of shit too. I feel that. I really want to go to Czech Republic, Prague. Yes. Prague. 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 Yes. Prague is like Prague has been number one on my list for quite some time now. Definitely. Where would you want to go though? Like anywhere in the world. What's your number one spot? Besides Prague? Yeah. Prague was probably number one for for a long time. Yeah. Followed by Japan and uh, maybe Australia. Australia. I definitely see the appeal of Australia. My dad said that of all the places he's traveled and been stationed in all over the world, he said Australia was his favorite and it had the nicest people there and he just can't ever stop talking great shit about Australia. So, I don't know. They like to drink, so you know, like I can I can get down with that, you know. They're they're wild. They're wild people out there. That's awesome. You know, and I like that uh that sense of danger also. Yeah. Australia's <laughs> such a crazy ass fucking place there's so many dangerous animals there just a little bit and then (laughs) it's so common it's the norm over there yeah they're just like oh yeah no it's nothing yeah it's like alligators here like no big deal yeah exactly (laughs) yeah right it's like oh we got box jellyfish it ain't no fucking thing yeah just the most like deadly animal on the planet (laughs) you know no no big deal deal. nbd how about you what's your number one then I want to go somewhere in Africa. That sounds really cool. Africa's on the list as well. Uh, also, maybe Iceland. Nice. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Just I because my father once showed me pictures and like, uh, he was just like in a surrounded by ice and in the middle of it was just hot springs. <sighs> so it's almost like an ice castle. And I love that like you know narnia feeling almost that sounds super cool i'm, I'm <laughs> definitely about the are you a narnia nerd is, it, is this coming out right now <laughs> i love the movie it was really good it, it resonated with me all right which wait wait the uh, the first one which one weren't they i watched both of them but the first one you know obviously is the best one which one was the first one was lion witch in the wardrobe right yeah okay word man i haven't seen those in a long time yeah i read the books though yeah did you read the book? I read some of the books. I didn't finish it. Gotcha. I read all of Harry Potter, though. Harry Potter is way better than Facts. Harry. Facts. Give me skin there, bruh. Yeah. I've read all of the Harry Potter books multiple times. Yep. I can oh. read <laughs> Give me skin again. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. We were the. We were definitely, my sister and I, we were those nerds, like, waiting at midnight, you know, for the new <laughs> Harry Potter book to come out. Oh, my God. I remember my mom. She was really into it. And as soon as the last one came out, I remember, like, she got it. She read it. She's and I remember like reading the last couple pages because I was like, man, I know it's gonna take me forever to read this. I just like <laughs> fucking spoil it. <laughs> I was so mad when uh, which one was it? It was either the fifth or the sixth. I can't remember. I think the seventh. I just went and got my own copy. But it was like either the fifth or the sixth one that came out. And I remember the next one. I just had I had to go get my own copy because my sister would not let me read it. She was just like, nope, I'm reading this first. You're not reading this. It's all me, buddy. We can't share. Nope. <laughs> I was like, come oh, on. Oh. <laughs> what are you doing this is evil so after that i was like nope i gotta get my own book yep. gotta get my own book harry potter is very interesting i love how i wish they talked more in depth in the movies about the relationship between sirius and harry's mother yeah like i feel like in the movie they didn't really do en- enough justice in the movie they didn't do a lot of stuff justice but yeah. i mean it's like you can only do so much i guess with absolutely but i feel like that was really important to the whole story and it wasn't like talked about enough like if you hadn't read the books you had no idea what was going on definitely yeah i just like man there's so many things so many balls dropped that i just oh man 
God. If we if we start going down the Harry yeah, Potter like, hole, <laughs> this could be bad. Yeah. This could be bad. Is, is anyone into Harry Potter like us? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. No, no. Anytime people come over and see the uh, seven books in my bookcase out in the living I room. I peeped that. And I was like, I wonder who the hell that is. Like, Oh, that's me. <laughs> that's me. That's definitely me. Oh, yeah. And uh, I've had some comments made before. Not necessarily positive comments how could they come at you negatively uh because you know just niggas just want to hate come on <laughs> they just, they ain't got it like us that's why right illiterate ass yeah exa- exactly <laughs> right Ooh, shots fired yes do you read uh wow that was just a big tumble of words coming out of my mouth there do you read often now um in different ways yeah but not like don't feel bad. Books. Don't feel bad. I used I'm to not. read all the time. It seems that way for a lot of people. I used to read all the time, every yep. day, and now they don't. Yep. I had that. Uh, I definitely had that problem. I used to get in trouble for staying Me up. Me too. Past my bedtime to read under my covers. <laughs> my teachers used to be like, she can't read books in class. Like, she's not allowed to do that. And I remember, like, having it on my lap, like, when the teachers were talking and just yep. like, trying to quietly read. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Did you ever try to pull the, uh, like, put it in your textbook? And, like, have yeah, you- absolutely. <laughs> I remember one time I, like, this is the only time I ever got, like, a doll. And it came with, like, this, like, light. Or, like, a staff and the top of it was, like, a light blue. And it was enough to illuminate my book. And uh-huh. I would use that at night to read. And my mom would, I could hear my mom, like, coming in to see if I was reading or not. And I would just quietly throw it under my pillow and pretend I was sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> I used to get in trouble, buddy. I don't even remember what light I was using. I think I had one of those, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I think I had one of those, like the little Game Boy pocket lights for like the very first Game Boys that you could just attach to it and it would just light up your screen. That's so fucking sick. It was sick. before Game Boys lit <laughs> up. <laughs> like was, I remember that. Oh man, that's so crazy. To th- I just realized that too. I was like, wow, that's why they had that because Game Boys didn't light up then. Um, yeah, so I would just use that little guy and I don't think it was as discreet as the light you were describing <laughs> <laughs> i think i got caught a uh, pretty pretty good amount of times yeah just, uh, just i mean how could like i can only imagine if i were to like walk in on my kid and be like yo quit fucking reading right i know <laughs> i know right like hey stop that shit right like you'll catch up on some sleep any anytime you want like i can't control that i'm saying get that reading shit out of here <laughs> it makes me happy like i just saw my nephew this weekend and it's so you know pervasive to see kids that are not reading whatsoever and all this kid does is read that's awesome it makes me happy yeah i was thinking about the other day about i work at a restaurant and i so often see like kids and babies just like staring at the screen the whole time and they won't even like look at me once i'm like this is a problem it definitely is yeah that type of i don't know like i don't have kids so i can't speak on it exactly like I'll speak on it, but I, I can't speak on it from somebody who has kids. I can't judge them. It's not for me. Exactly. But I feel like me personally, I wouldn't let my kids stare at a screen. All oh, the time. hell, motherfucking no. But I guess I did too, so. The one thing that like really, really set for me with that whole screen staring thing was I was in a TSA line once waiting to go into the airport and this family was in front of me and... The mother and the father are just, like, talking, and their kid, he's, like, three years old or some shit, he's sitting on the ground, like, crisscross applesauce, and he's playing on an iPad or some shit, and the parents aren't even paying attention. The line moves, 
The parents move up. Oh my god! And the kids just and there. the kids just sitting there. Like oh, how four, far did they go? They're like five or six paces in front of him <laughs> or something like that. And I'm right behind them, so I'm like there with the kid. And I was like, <laughs> uh, "Excuse me, like you wanna, you wanna get your thing here?" <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, oh, so sorry, so sorry." Wow. And they grab the kid and they set him right back down on the ground right after that, and he goes right back to it. And it's just like Jesus, man. Like this kid didn't even realize that his parents were leaving. They didn't even realize that their kid was behind them yeah not even paying attention like it's a different era of that type of stuff i don't know yeah i don't know what type of music did you grow up listening to man what's it i was into some weird shit like i was really into anime so for a moment in my life i was just straight into like vocaloid like electronic music okay word but my mom she was always into rock and she was always into like alternative music and um, I remember in middle school, my favorite band became Deftones. Ooh. And I showed my mom that. And she was like, oh, my God. Um, I listened to Change when I was a teenager. And I haven't heard this song in so long. Damn. I haven't heard this song in so long. And it became our favorite band together. And, like, we bonded over, like, Evanescence and stuff. Hey. And my dad was always into uh, R&B. And, like, he would always listen to just classical jazz music. Man, you got, like, a... A wide variety of stuff growing up then. Yeah, my parents are very different from each other. My dad is, like, much older than my mom, too. Okay. I feel like I experienced a a lot of broad things in my life. That's what's up. Yeah. It's nice to have that type of variety because it keeps you eclectic and it keeps your taste. I heard that. That sounded good. (laughs) (laughs) That sounded good. I've got, like, a crick in my right side of my neck right now, and I've been waiting for that. I can crack your back. I'm really good at it. If you can crack my back, by all means, you you I'm holding you to this after the show. Then all right, I'm down. So wait, what? How do you do this? Do you like grab people and pick them up, or no. do you walk on their I back? I just let or? you uh, lay on the ground and like I feel for where if it's like the most tense and I put pressure there. Oh yes, oh yes. I have to. I definitely am a person who has to have a routine massage every two weeks. Oh, you like, were talking to me about this. I remember. Was I? Or. I, you spoke on it on Twitter, and I read it. Yeah, that's, I definitely did. Yes, for yeah. sure. For sure. Because it's, it's some real shit. Like, I am broken. Do you do yoga? <sighs> You're going to be angry. I do not do yoga. I'm not angry. Okay. I accept you. Okay, fair enough. Okay. I'll, I'll accept that you accept <laughs> me. That makes me happy. Do you do yoga? Um, Not as much as I would like to, but I don't specifically do yoga yoga. I just stretch. And, like, I do whatever feels good. I do stretch. Yeah. I do try to stretch every day. Yeah. Definitely. Stretching is so important. It's key. Yeah. Key. I feel like, for me, it's more important. I like massaging, but I'm s- I'm so particular about the way people massage me. Like, you can't have acid. Because I'm, yes. re- I'm really good at it, so I know, like, when somebody's, like, not doing a good job. Oh, yeah. I feel that. I'm pretty decent at massage. I'm... I'm I'd say I'm good. I'm in where I'm in between decent and good. Mm. I used to be really good, and then I just stopped doing it as much. So I just, I I went back to good. Now. Yeah, it's kind of hard to find people to massage. I mean, you know, definitely is. <laughs> definitely is. It's yeah. like a it's like a weird topic to broach. You're yeah. just like, hey, <laughs> uh, but I'll offer it to my homies if they're ever tense. I used to do that at uh, at parties all the time. I used to ho- I used to massage all my homies. Yeah. It's uh yeah very homoerotic. <laughs> <laughs> It's mad humbling. Like, my friends will, like, fall asleep on my bed, and I just, like, let them pass out. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. 
I've definitely made someone go to sleep from a massage that's before. That's awesome. You know, that's like one of the biggest compliments, I feel like. Okay, when good. When it comes down to like those topics, it's like, I massaged you so well you fell asleep. Does that mean I can say I'm like a little more than good then? I, f- I feel like you can. Right? Okay, bet. <laughs> Back in the game. Back in the game. Back in the game. Bam. No. Yeah, so the, the massage thing definitely has to happen though. Like routine maintenance and stretching. Stretching is the important one for sure. Stretching. And eating wa- well and water water lots of water getting off social media <laughs> <sighs> that's the main one right there that's taking care of your time i gotta start walking more that's my problem yeah i, I feel that i'd be complacent at times i feel that i just like uh i'd have to motivate myself to get the fuck up and actually go do something my morning routine helps that. I find my morning routine sets that for me. What's your morning routine? I don't have one. That's my problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I like it. Yeah. So how does it fit? Wait. So what if you don't have a morning routine? How does it fit in your morning routine? Are you saying you need to fit it into a morning routine? I need to like fit that into morning routine. Like if I'm not productive in my morning, then I'm not productive throughout the whole day. Like Gotcha. Like walking and everything, like needing to get the fuck up and do something. Like if I don't get up and do it as soon as i wake up like it's just my day is lazy i feel like i don't want to get up and walk around when i wake up because i'm just so i'm up so early and i'm just like dude oh, fuck yeah, you but you know what you get to see the sunrise don't you this is very true i do get to see the sunrise i honestly day. think one of the most quietest and beautiful things in life is watching the sunrise oh yeah it's great like, I, I'd honestly much rather watch the sunrise than the sunset yeah i feel like get watching the sunrise is almost equal to like stretching almost like yes. the way that it makes you feel like sunrise or a sunset on mushrooms also is quite a good time people at home if you've never done that just let do you yourself know. a favor yeah just let <laughs> you know you know just letting you know if it can preferably be done at the beach I'm telling you right now that's a great a day right there for you buddy it's yeah. that's that's a one that's a one in a million day right there take that home take that little wisdom home we're so blessed to live in florida and have like such beautiful beaches i agree I think about this. I agree. I've been thinking about why I appreciate Florida so much lately. You know, I'm glad to hear this because people like to make Florida the butt of the joke. Hell yeah. People like to hate on Florida. And I'm just like, I said something on Twitter the other day. It was like, because it was when that whole rash of uh, the fucking like uh, look up Florida man with your birthday or whatever and see what story pops up. Oh my god, yeah. That shit went on for so long. And I, was I wasn't even I didn't even like that. No, oh no. <laughs> I didn't participate whatsoever. I just saw it. And I say th- I think I said some shit like if you I was like uh, something along the lines of like every state has a Florida man story exactly like this. If you think that Florida man is a real thing, then that just means you're just not lit enough to live here. <laughs> Bitch ass niggas. That's so fucking <laughs> true. I mean, if you look the only reason why Florida is even like the topic of those places is because we have a public record, right? Like people can just literally look it up. Yep. And most states don't have that. Yep. Because I guarantee in every other fucking state, there there's some, some crazy shit crazy. going on. Have you ever looked at Alaska and the shit that happens in Alaska? No. Yo, look up some just like look up bizarre stories. Look up, in can Alaska. you look it up right now? Yeah, sure. Why not? While I'm looking that up, I'm going to give you a random weird fact that I know about Alaska. Are you ready for this? Yeah, what's up? It is illegal to look at a moose from the window of an airplane in Alaska. Hmm. Do they enforce that? I have no idea. 
I wonder how they could they enforce that. I have no idea, honestly. <laughs> but I wonder what the repercussions are. I wonder why that is a thing. Like, why? Who? Yeah. What? What was like the whole process of it <laughs> being coming legal? Like illegal, right? Because like things are legal until you make it not. Exactly. Like, what? Why? Why is this a big deal? Why? Why can't we look at moose from a, a window of an airplane? Huh. How would you even be able to see moose from the window of an airplane? I don't know. You're high. They're like thirty thousand feet in the sky. I don't know. This is all very confusing to it me. It is. I'm just saying. I just I just don't understand. Let's see. Hmm. That doesn't. Let's see. Thieves use construction vehicle to steal ATM from Anchorage Bank. That doesn't. That doesn't sound too bizarre. I, I bet Alaska would have crazy ass stories because there's nothing to fucking do in Alaska, right? There's just lots of nature. That's what I'm saying. Man accused of stealing a vehicle with a toddler in the back seat. Oh. That's ridiculous. That's like a nightmare. Right? That's a nightmare. Seriously. It's like <laughs> it's one thing to steal a car, it's another thing to steal a baby. I'm saying Okay, these aren't even bizarre anymore. This is like okay, like this this is Stubbs. Honorary or Talkeetna's honorary cat mayor dies. So apparently some city in Alaska <laughs> had an honorary cat mayor that died. I don't know. Like this is That's still weird as shit though. I don't understand, but yeah. Alaska is a there, there's other weird shit. Uh, I apparently just looked up the worst article possible. <laughs> so you know, just I understand that thing happens to me all the time. Don't pay attention to my Google <laughs> skills. Yeah, my Google skills aren't the greatest. Suddenly you're put on the spot and you can't come up with like the flame and you're like, oh, no, please forgive me. <laughs> <You're> like, yeah, <laughs> everyone, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. It gets better. I promise. <laughs> oh my god, that shit happens to me all the time. Sigh. It happens to me all the time on this podcast. So, yeah. I mean, it's like, it's not even anything new to me. Like, when I was looking at the first couple things there, I was like, this is going south. <laughs> <laughs> this is not going the way I wanted it to at all, I whatsoever. Um, so, after The Rock and uh, we were talking about music. That's what we were talking about. Yes. I tangent all the time on this show. So, yeah. So, after, you know, like, getting the love for alternative rock and R&B and everything... When did you start? Did you start going to live shows as a young kid, or? My first concert was Usher, in Daytona. Damn, that's yeah. like, it's pretty legendary, actually. Yeah, and um, I remember I, my second concert was like, do you know this famous R and B band like group that the Maze? You saw the Maze? I did at Eatonville. Holy shit! It's fucking amazing. Wow! Wow! Yeah, but Props I to you for that. Thank Damn. you. Yeah. I really like how my dad was into music like that. I was always in Eatonville too. I was. I feel like I was surrounded by a lot of culture. Word. Yeah. Eatonville's dope. Yo. Eatonville is mad dope. I fucking love the fact that Zora Neale Hurston is from there. I love the fact that like it's one of the oldest. It's the oldest town in all of the United States, or the I, oldest African American. I think it's the oldest African settlement. Yeah, yeah. African American settlement. That's amazing. I love yep. that. There's so much history there. And if you have not went to Mom's Kitchen in Eatonville, go and do you a favor, people at home, and go and get you some good-ass Caribbean food because oh, that shit is fire. All the food spots in Eatonville are fire. Fire! Fire. Dodge and Eats, vegan Jamaican food. Mm-hmm. Personal shout-out. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I haven't but, been to Eatonville in a minute. Yeah, people sleep on Eatonville. I need to go. Yeah. Uh, what were we talking Music, though, right? Yeah, yeah we so were talking music. live music. That's it. I didn't really get to go to too many rock concerts because I was really intimidated because of all the mosh pits. I didn't want to like die. Fair. You are a, a smaller individual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I also had like anxiety, so it's like fucking stupid, whatever. But I've been Fair going enough. to more shows 
it's been pretty cool i like it i like i want to make my own music too i want to dj i feel like i want to experience more of like a deep house tech techno music but more like not edm like i love i like comership like i like the music that they play at comership i would love i wish it was staying you know I never got to go. Yeah? Come watch it sick. I heard it was dope as fuck, yeah. <laughs> it is dope as fuck. I'm definitely, I'm definitely along those lines of just straight deep house, minimal tech, like that type of shit. Like, yeah. Like, oof, oof. That's a good time right there. It is a good time. And, like, I like to hear, like, the lo-fi stuff and not the stuff that's, like, super hype. So, I, I would, I don't know. Yep. I just want to, like, have yep. a more consistent scene. Cause it'd be nice. It'd be nice because I, I always hear just, like, rap trap house you know yep. trap music everywhere i oh, go yeah. and like i love to dance to that you know but i also love to dance to like that's what i'm saying stuff. if you haven't danced to like six or seven in the morning <laughs> that's what i'm saying like, like stop need stop things need to stop closing at two guys please for real please for real <laughs> i've been like toying with this idea that i haven't pulled the trigger on for the longest i just wanted to do my own like mini orlando trap house like boiler room thing in here oh my god that'd be so fucking sick i know i know and then like i've been toying with the ideas of webcams and whatever myself but now i'm just like eh, i don't even want to do that shit i just want to have the party and just have people just come and fucking dance till eight in the morning that'd be so amazing that's what i'm saying it sounds great to me yeah i fucking we need you know i wish orlando i mean i wish all places allowed you to use abandoned areas It'd be nice. It'd be nice because, like, we could just repurpose it. Oh, yeah. And we could repurpose it not even just for, like, our own entertainment, but also to give people homes and I to miss, just, like... I miss those days of uh, underground warehouse raves and shit like that. Yeah. I haven't been to one in a long time. Yeah, where is that in Orlando? I bet there's some going on. I just don't know of it. There's probably some somewhere. I know there's a couple, like, houses... There's a couple of specific houses, like compounds on lakes and shit like that. that they <laughs> What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I went to like a warehouse in Gainesville. That was pretty sick. That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. <laughs> I did a, because I'm from Pensacola originally. Um, back when I just first moved to Orlando when I was 18, we were like, I don't know. There wasn't really like an electronic scene in Pensacola at all. Cause this is like 10 minutes away from Alabama state lines. It's country country as hell. So my friends and I kind of brought that type of scene is ish there. I suppose mm-hmm. like we threw this thing called the masquerade in a warehouse and it was lit yeah. <laughs> to say the least. And it just like, it started this whole new culture in Pensacola. That's so fucking sick. It's super fucking cool. I had I was just there and just watching my friends DJ and do cool shit, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is so cool!" <laughs> uh, it's like it was just cool to be there for all of that, you know. Yeah. I totally understand uh, your vibe of wanting to DJ as well too, because I've been finding some mean deep house tracks lately. And that's what I'm saying. Like when I whenever people are in my car, I'm like, "Damn, what song is this?" I'm like, "Don't worry about that." <laughs> Come to my set. You'll find out. Yeah, exactly. He's like, don't worry about all that. I got you. I got you. I'm not going to lie. I've been I've been finding some nasty drum and bass, too. Ooh, yeah. buddy. I, I just want to share with people in the right environment. Have everybody just, like, bring their best moves. Like, yes. That's it. I feel like dancing is so relaxing and freeing. And therapeutic. Like, therapeutic. Like, I feel like it's also very connecting to your body and to, like, 
I don't know, sometimes the way that we move, it connects us to like our ancestors and like Definitely. It's so grounding. Most definitely. Yeah. I just I never get the people that will go out, you know, like to the the club or whatever. That's what I was about to say, like And they just stay in there and it's <laughs> like posted. I'm like, "Bruh, are you even having fun?" <laughs> I don't even fuck with the club scene that much too much cuz it's just it either, like really. I don't really like alcohol that much and Fair. like i feel like the way that alcohol makes people feel like i'm cool with it but i don't know sometimes it's very sleazy and like that is very true i'm just trying to have a good time like it's very true no i definitely feel that and like clubs are more susceptible to that environment i don't really fuck with the club scene yeah. too much it's not like i fuck with the underground club scene hell yes <laughs> hell yes yeah i wish we had that like you know in the scene in the matrix where like everybody's wearing latex and they're like just like dancing to like just loud deep house music. Yes. And it's like almost like a BDSM scene, but it's not. It's just people like it's like very industrial shit. Yeah. Very very industrial. That's like literally what I want in my life. Oh yeah, I'm right there with you. I, I like I love that. <laughs> like I love people who dress up. Like I love Halloween because people dress up. That's why I've been a festy kid for so long. Do you have you not been to any festivals? I've been to Three Points and that was, I saw Gorillas live. That okay, was, word. I'll give you that. That was so definitely give you that yeah that's that's a good time right there yeah but i haven't really been to any other festival i feel like it it can be very draining but i only been to one so definitely can be draining that's for sure but i think if you were to go more to like a camping festival three points is dope as hell don't get me wrong but if you were to go to like a camping festival i think you would like okeechobee uh yeah yeah like okeechobee i wouldn't recommend okeechobee myself broader ranges yeah i'd say go to like swanee huloween's coming up huloween is a Top notch one to go to. Yeah. Top notch. Yeah, I'll look into it. That's definitely a thing that you can dance till uh, seven and eight in the morning <laughs> till. Oh, man, I miss that. That's what I'm saying. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. I'll be out there getting weird as shit, man. Yeah. Weird as shit. I love that. That's so amazing. I love to look at like, I love to go to things like that too because they're so beautiful to look at. I love the just yeah the the people watching the observing. The feeling of unity and oneness. That the loud music. Yeah, the loud music definitely that, helps. That can't like you. That and I don't know. I like the way it hugs me. You know, I feel like that ties into everything. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> music is just such a great. I mean, that's like the favorite drug. That's the best drug. Yeah. Oh, oh I can't music. remember. It was like, oh fuck. It was like a quote. Uh, it was like some shit that God had said, but it's like some stupid shit like from a story, so it might not be relevant. But it was like, oh, I didn't wait for humans to be born. Like they just like waited. They were just like, I didn't create humans. They were just waiting to be born. And like, the most beautiful thing they have ever created is music. Like, oh damn. Yeah. Oh damn. All right, I'll take that. I'll some take shit that. like that, but I don't know. My favorite one is uh, the end all, be all Bob Marley quote. One good thing about music, when it hits you, you feel no pain. Oh, yeah. Huh? Yes. Ah, yes. Ah, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like those things, like, just. I got in this, like, especially since I do a podcast, I got in this weird kind of vibe for a little while where I was only listening to podcasts and I totally forgot about music. And then there was that one day where finally I snapped out of it and I was like, yo. What the fuck have I been doing? I haven't been listening to music for like five or six months. What am I doing with myself? 
And now it's just like the complete opposite. Like I pretty much got rid of all the podcasts I listen to and I just listen to music nonstop. That's it. That's amazing. As it used to be. I want to, I used to be like that all the time. And now I kind of fill my time with like, um, listening to like TV shows and shit and just like absorbing content. Feel that. And I mean, it's definitely something I need to change in, change in my life because I want to listen to more music. I, I like, Again, it, this goes back to the whole social media thing. I want to stop absorbing so much information and create my own information. True. And I feel like music definitely helps that because it's, I don't know. It's creative. It's inspiring. Yeah. It puts you in that zone. Yeah. I mean, and I, I think also, though, if you're absorbing information, though, that's not bad. Yeah, of course not. D- depending on what information you're absorbing. How how often you're absorbing, you know, if you're yes. constantly absorbing, I feel like that's not a good thing. No, definitely not. Yeah. You need to give your brain time to decompress and, like, actually... Heal and yes. relax. And yes. Like absorb and, like, and actually absorb everything you took in. Because if you keep putting in just information like that, it's just information overload. Yeah, information just overload. It makes you feel so overwhelmed and tired. Mm-hmm. It goes in one ear and out the other. Yeah. That's like kind of like with the podcast sometimes like people will come up after episodes and be like, man, when you were talking about this and this, I was like, <laughs> I totally vibe with that. I'm just like, dude, I, I don't remember that at all. Sorry. Like I, I just, I do a lot of these, you know, like I may, I usually remember like main points from each podcast and not a lot from the rest of it. You know what I mean? I feel that. Cause I mean, you gotta think this is what? 273? Damn, that is weird to say. That's so awesome. It's out there. It is up there. Yeah. So when did you start messing around with art? Well, I was just thinking about this the other day. I usually say like two to three years because that's when I started taking it seriously. But realistically, I was like, hmm, maybe I should say something else because I've been making art my whole life. I've been like art class was my favorite class when I was in elementary school. Um, I took art in middle school and that shit got on the fucking school planner. Everybody had my fucking art on their planner for Jeez. a whole year. Hey, brush, Hunter's Creek Middle School, what's hey, up? Brush that dirt <laughs> off your shoulder, girl. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. But I really genuinely started like being like, okay, like I'm going to start making art every day. I'm going to start like trying to do this. Like I need to do something with my life and art was my thing. And that happened three years ago. Word. Yeah. What kind of, yeah, like what, was there any main motivation that that switched that gear for you yeah literally not doing anything with my life Mm. like uh uh, um i don't know i was pretty sad as a kid it was really hard for me to like appreciate life it was hard for me to i don't know be happy with myself and Mm. to like i knew i knew that like if i were to die within this moment i would not be content and like i wanted to bring contentness into my life i wanted to feel worthy you know so do you consider art like therapy for you as well? Um, I would consider it, I don't know specifically about therapy, but it definitely is like a great tool to help myself because mm. when I first started making art, my biggest problem was finding the flaws in the things that I make. So thinking, all right, so first off I had to even like go through this bubble of, all right, what do I want to make? And, like, I would think about things that are, like, real, so, like, trees or some bullshit that I could, like, copy, and my art is not like that at all. And um, I had to just let myself be open and be free, and it was very hard for me to be so open and free and to be intimate with myself like that. Mm. It 
it, it made me emotional and like and then once i started becoming intimate with myself and letting myself do the things that i wanted to do like hey i just want to draw a fucking line like i want to draw a goddamn squiggle because it looks nice like oh purple here looks really great what looks good with purple blue you know like you know like hey i need to follow exactly every single detail of this leaf i often use the leaf but um so yeah and once i started you know opening myself up i started i was very you know new and rough about it and like my expression is so raw and i started finding flaws and things that didn't look good and when i would make a mistake that i perceived to be a mistake i would stop and i wouldn't draw anymore and like um that was very difficult for me because why am i stopping you know like, I'm just trying to have fun and make something for myself. And it's really not that deep. But for me, I feel so strongly about it because it is that deep for me. It's weird as artists, you know, we're definitely our strongest critics. Absolutely. We're our own strongest critics. Yeah. I knew my whole full, full potential, like, right now to this day, even when I make pieces, I'm like, haven't I made this before? Cause it's like weird to, yeah, I, I, I know what you mean, though. <laughs> I definitely know what you mean. But I haven't because this is, like, my best work yet. <laughs> That's crazy to think about. Yeah, and I don't remember what the original question was, but... Oh, we were just talking about art and how it helps you. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, it helped me, like, understand where I stopped myself. So when I, what I perceived to be a mistake, I didn't let it be an opportunity. I just stopped myself right there. I didn't continue to pull through. I didn't... You know, I would stop really soon, actually, as well, before I even finished the piece. And I'd be like, no, like, you know, keep going with it. Keep unraveling. Like, maybe you'll create something new or find something new. And that'll be amazing. That's how you grow. And Definitely. Every single day I made myself draw. Like, literally every single day for a whole entire year. I went through 10 notebooks. And it was life-changing. 10 notebooks is a good amount. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, drawing every single day because you fucking are doing nothing with your life. Yeah, you'll burn through 10 notebooks like nobody's business. I feel that. I definitely <laughs> feel that. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. But that's good. To, that's, that's amazing to hear, though. It's just that type of shit to motivate you to push you on the new path of life. Yeah, for sure. It's actually kind of interesting because I don't feel like art is specifically like my vision in life, although it does help me a lot. Gotcha. Like, I feel like my vision in life is... Like, what brings me contentness in life and what brings me joy and affirmation is to be able to help people and to serve people. And, like, art is a way that I serve myself, but it's not, like, how I want to help others in a Definitely. Sense. So it's so fascinating because, like, even though this is really important to me and this is, like, what I'm building for my life, it's not the end goal, which is, like, why I made a source to give back. Definitely. Yeah, talk, yeah, definitely talk a little more about this. Let's let's get into this. Okay, so um, I don't know if you've ever been in Orlando and seen lots of people who need help. Um, just people out on the streets or, I don't know, you know, Kissimmee is our neighbor and, like, psh, do I really need to, like, get into that? It's hectic over there, to <laughs> say the least. Um, I've done night work in Kissimmee because uh, I, do, I do some engineering stuff with construction sites. And nighttime in Kissimmee is rough yeah i mean i used to live there i used to live in like right on the edge so gotcha i I was always in kissimmee and like i don't know i've been around everywhere in the world and people everywhere are people and i don't know there's a thing going on in our world right now where even though we have all the resources to provide every single person with food water education medicine 
homes you know we don't there's people out there who go to sleep with a hungry belly and they die because of it or they die because they don't have a certain resources that is abundant everywhere and i wanted to like do something about that like especially since i moved to downtown orlando in october and every single time i go out i see a homeless person or just somebody asking for money and like it just became kind of heavy for me and it it definitely ramped up over like the past two to three years the homeless population in downtown orlando definitely i mean it it definitely went up for sure yeah and i mean it's because mostly because first off income disparity but also because rent is way too expensive in orlando like there's just not enough pay and the income of like it's just rent is too expensive my rent's been raised twice already really here yep damn i'm expecting it to be raised again next next year more than likely fuck are you gonna stay I love the spot too much. <laughs> like I'm, I'm like here. Spot. I'm here next to everything. <laughs> and walk. I love the milk district. You know, yeah. it depends on how high it goes. I feel that. Cause I don't think it's gonna stop going up anytime soon. Yeah. Eventually, I will probably be muscled out. So. But you know. I'm sure, like at that point in your life, you'll be doing amazing. So like, whatever comes next will be perfect for you. Hopefully, hopefully that would be nice. Yeah. You know. I'd, I'd like to imagine that I'll be doing amazing by that point. It'll come. But we're, we're doing okay right now. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if I'd call it amazing, but, you know, we're, <laughs> we're out here. We out here. Yeah. We doing it. We doing it. <laughs> anyway, so what? So you were just like, you, were you just thinking about all of this? Yeah. I mean, like, I've always been a very passionate person. I've always, like, um, before, I'm, I've always been, you know, I went vegan because I think it's fucking way better for the environment. Mm. Amazing for animals. Amazing for your body. Uh, I've just been very passionate about things in my life and I've always posted things on my social media and been like, you know, like, let's do something about this, blah, 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 blah. But it's always been all talk and no action. And I'm not about that. Like, it's exhausting to constantly be talking. And like for me to just talk and do nothing is almost like to add to the perpetuating violence in the world. Like, I want to be positive news. I want to fucking do something amazing and make people feel good. And I don't know, I was constantly passing by these people and just looking at them and just feeling for them like they're human beings and like i can provide something for you like i know it it exists in this world but how can i bring it to you like even if i don't own it i think it's crazy too how people will just pass by all these human beings and they just don't even do anything yeah yeah they're nothing and they just think about yeah they just think about them like they're nothing yeah less than like oh my god this person's like a drug addict or anything and it's like okay but they still deserve compassion like exactly they're, they're still, still a human being they're still people with feelings like yep and um so yeah so i'm like okay like i need to do something about this because if i don't my heart is just heavy like so um i was like okay what can i do and elizabeth approached me with CyberLab. And I was like, oh, my God, I always wanted, like, a platform where I could do something. And so I created a source to give back. And I basically got 45 tote bags. And I got artists from all over Orlando, like Alejandra, um, John Alamo, Halsey, Naremison. Mm-hmm. Um, just everybody to draw on it. And we are going to give, we fill them up with toothbrushes, um, toothpaste, razors for men, and shaving cream for men, and tab- pads and tampons for women, as well as ointment, and um, one more thing, but I can't remember. 
but you know just personal hygiene but they're big ones so they're for the long term and i also give them in tote bags so that way it's renewable definitely and because the whole idea is first off to be environmentally conscious but to also have a long-term solution i mean not a long-term solution but something that's not just temporary yes definitely like i can give you a bag and you can use it for something definitely and um john olimel also gave me a bunch of t-shirts that i'm gonna put in the bags Hey. And it has like his heart on it. And shout out to John. That man is the shit. <laughs> yeah, shout out to John Alamo. Thank you. And um, I don't know. I just wanted the the whole purpose of the bag and the whole purpose of having artists draw on it is so people can f- like have something beautiful to look at and like to know that like hey someone has thought about you. You someone know, someone cares. Yeah, like someone cares, and like even though they can't do too much, like this is our thought. Definitely. And like that's my way of like giving back and i don't know i would love to get deeper into it like i wanted to do like pet food and i wanted to do like diapers and formula because you know it's not just people out there it's also families definitely i think this is amazing what you're doing honestly thank you because people need to be doing stuff like this and people at home i'm listening to this girl talk and i'm seeing her talk about this and (laughs) i can see how passionate she is about it yeah just on her face like she (laughs) she is feeling this like i feel it from you yeah so it's always good to it's good that you're doing this and it's good that you are so fucking passionate about it because we need people like you to push these types of things forward. Yeah. Because if it like exactly like you were saying earlier, like people like to talk about it a lot, but if no one's going to make any actions on it, what's the point of talking about it? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. That's my thing. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate that. I've been pretty lazy with it. Cyber lab was, I don't know, in March and it's now what, like July, but you know, I've just been a person. Just got exactly really tired, but and you got to build off. <laughs> you got to build off of things, anyways, too. Yeah, I've been like wondering because, like, you can also um, buy bags. I have some bags put away so people can buy them, and all the money would go towards you know buying new supplies or going even further with it. Because I would love to like supply a notebook and a pencil, and gotcha. you know have I don't know, just do something more personal for these people. You I know, feel that. put books in it or some shit. I like, definitely feel that. You know, Cyber Lab was a crazy event, too, by the way. Oh, Cyber Lab. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, boy. <sighs> so interesting. That podcast was. Woo. <laughs> yeah, I got that picture of you with the Henny bottle in front of or the fire. Ch- yeah. The, uh, the Johnny, Johnny Walker. Walker yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Fire. <laughs> Very fire. That was such an interesting night. Yeah, you could say that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, interesting is one way to describe it. I fucking... That was a long night for everybody. <laughs> everybody hectic. involved in that was... Oh, did I do something? Um, Hold on. Just push the thingy in there, I think. It's like, hold on. Let me... I'll come over there. Yeah, I think the cord came a little bit out. People at home, just don't mind me while I uh, do this. I'm going to talk in this microphone for a second and make sure that it's working correctly because it doesn't seem to be. Don't mind that popping noise. Wow, everything is just going wrong right now. Okay, all right, I'm going to turn that down. You know, don't worry about this, buddy. This is, uh, you know, this is what happens when you have Fisher Price radio equipment. You know, these things happen. Check, check, check. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, sounds good. Okay, now that hopefully... I'll stop touching it. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully you work continuously, microphone. Jesus. (laughs) You know, don't... 
but don't don't blame yourself. You know, you're you're fine. It's it's not that big a deal. It is Fisher Price equipment, so you know. I don't even know what that means, but everything is amazing. Fisher Price, yeah, like little tykes. No. Is it, no, nothing really. No. Fisher Price is like the like the the kids uh, toys and stuff. They'd make like like kids oh, wiffle bats. The, the, the red logo. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. They'd make like little play mm-hmm. places, and they'd usually make like the little makeshift kitchens and whatever for three year olds. Oh yeah. To pretend cooking. I didn't get that shit because my parents never bought them for me. Oh, I didn't get that shit either. <laughs> oh, trust, trust that. I did not get that shit. I think I had one of those fake lawnmowers though. Oh. With the with like the little balls inside. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. Yes. <laughs> what is so satisfying about that? I don't know what is so satisfying about that. Driving is satisfying. It's like imagine driving. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna look on eBay and I'm gonna find one of those little plastic <laughs> little tykes lawn mowers. Give and it I'm, to your nephew. I'm gonna push that shit. He might like it. I think he might be too old for that. Oh, true. I think he's n- he's nine now. Oh yeah, way too old for that. And he's like he's like crazy smart. Way smarter than me. He's gotten like a I guess Lego did this uh like almost like a coding thing it's like a young engineer lego thing that you basically like you put together like a whole computer and you put together a lego thing that runs off the computer and then you can code the computer and, is functioning and you can make programs with that shit You're yeah fucking kidding me no so it's so it's Bro. Basi- basically <laughs> teaching little kids That's to be engineers and coders from from a young age. Where was this when I was growing up? I'm saying, <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> I've been thinking about this. Coding is going to become an essential necessity. Like, oh yeah, it, like it's going to become like a required language almost as later on in the future. Oh yeah, hands down. Like twenty, thirty years, I get. I think so too. Definitely. Yeah. So it's crazy to think like I was playing with you know action figures yeah <laughs> my basketball <laughs> and that's what that's what my nephew is doing at nine years old right now that's fascinating so, damn bruh Yeesh. way smarter than your than your old uncle over here buddy i mean but i like that like kids are supposed to be smarter than us they're like operating on a completely different level than us like, i agree even though i'm like 20 years old but like kids now like are so different from me like i know that when they're 20 they're gonna be High functioning human beings. Oh yeah, we're supposed to be. All the generations are supposed to be better than us. Afterwards, yeah, we're supposed to pass on that wisdom to make them better than us. Yeah, we would think at least. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's gonna be interesting, man. It's gonna be interesting. When it really is gonna be interesting to see how the world functions in twenty years. How do you think? What do you think is gonna happen? You think Are anything nefarious, 2040? or do you think we're gonna be? You think we're gonna be all golden? Um. I would love to choose a reality where everything is, you know, we're like in the rehabilitation stage of our lives. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like things are very chaotic right now, environmentally, politically, socially. And um I feel like rehabilitation is the goal. That'd so be I would so love nice. Yeah, so that's what I want. But you know, that's what I envision. But I know us as human beings like yeah. people <laughs> can be very stubborn in their ways yes. and like I don't know if you know the term radical self-love is radical world peace. But huh. I like that. Yeah. I feel like that's very relevant and like things aren't going to get better until we start like, I don't know, loving ourselves and loving our community and loving the people next to us. Damn right. That's the one that I'm having problems with now. I'm just like, man, like we all just got to love the shit out of each other. That's, yeah, for that's real. it. Like, like it doesn't matter. About anything, just love your fellow human being. Especially, oh, 
love your neighbor <sighs> love your friends love your haters love everybody love everybody spread love that's it that's it like that's so and i know i believe the world is potential has the potential for everything and i believe that we can do great things i think right now we're just like kind of choosing to stay in our old ways but that's coming into questioning i feel like i think so too it's just with the explosion of the information age i think yeah and the internet like it's definitely set all of us on on our heels i suppose i don't know if i worded that correctly but it's it's set all of us on just a weird path of wondering what the fuck is this and how do we move forward with our lives with this thing called the internet yeah you know um i watched this interview the other day with young lean and he said um public humiliation is a new death that's yeah 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 it's kind of true honestly it really is it very is much true cancel culture is so real i hate that shit yeah y'all can cancel me at any fucking moment (laughs) i guarantee I guarantee if you look back on any of the shit I've said over the years, there's something that you can cancel me for. Do it. I bet you won't. Yeah. I invite it. I just don't believe in that shit. The people change. People really do change. I feel like it's so hard to judge people. Like, I don't know. People are always so quick to believe things about people or just like anything. Or assume things. Assume things. And I feel like it's not for me to speak on it unless I talk to that person and we have a conversation about it and they speak for themselves. Yes. I like playing devil's advocate a lot <laughs> to things just because I just like having conversations and I like seeing how people react and if we can have intellectual conversations because if I can have an intellectual conversation with someone without them getting emotional or angry and we can have a calm either agreement or disagreement at the end of the conversation, then I can continue having intellectual conversations with that person. So yeah. that's, those are the people I like to talk to. Yeah. Sadly, I've <laughs> there's been a few <laughs> in between there, you know, that it doesn't necessarily work out like that. Yeah. And just literally, just because I'm playing devil's advocate, this person will then assume some crazy shit about myself where I'm just like, all right, well, this, this went completely the wrong way. Like, this totally went negative when it was just supposed to be all positive. Yeah. I definitely feel that sometimes as people have already have like made up their minds, but you're just trying to like communicate. Mm-hmm. There's no point in having a conversation. I feel like unless you're really like passionate about changing their minds. Yes. Yeah. I'm learning sometimes that that's sometimes it's just best left alone. I <sighs> fucking feel that man. Like I've been really trying to like, extend all of branches of love to a lot of people lately and i feel like it's just all been shot down in my face and uh that's okay that's okay i think as long as you know that you extended that like you know that olive branch that like love that's all that is in your power you know and like you can't make people forgive you and you can't make them let it go or anything like that they have to choose that themselves and can't change how they think yeah and like you just have to be comfortable with that and that that's for me like the most difficult part at times it's like to know (laughs) to know that i have wronged somebody or to know that like let's say i haven't wronged somebody but they feel that way yes and like i don't know they have that perception of me that i am like this like hurtful person like that's hurtful but you know, I know if I have tried to be tried to make peace with it and they don't they don't want to, then that's all I can do. Definitely. You're very wise for 20. 
<laughs> Thanks. Give you that. I'll give you that. Nice. You've got some. You've got some knowledge. Shit's up there. just thrown at me, and I'd have to be real with it, right? Hey, I feel that though. I what? definitely feel that. Like I can't be lying. Like there's no point. Nope. Nope. No. Life gets real as fuck. Yeah, life comes <laughs> at you fast. Like, like literally, I said this the other day. Like, life comes at you fast. Like, make sure that you're on point. Exactly. It's like, uh, just like old Ferris Bueller said back in the day. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, or every once in a while, you can miss it. Yeah. Just got to appreciate that shit, man. Yeah, just got to appreciate it. I like you. I like your. I like your your vibe. Like everything. Like, <laughs> thank you. I just the the ability to like. I don't know. I don't know. You see, you you're very genuine. I can I can feel that definitely. Thank you. And you genuinely care. I can see that too. Yeah. I mean, why not? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. People <laughs> at home, learn some shit. All right. <laughs> All right. Take some notes. All right. Yeah. Life comes at you fucking hard, though. Life I definitely feel at, you. Life comes at you very hard. And I was, you know, I was thinking about these the other day. Like, again, going back to that whole social media thing. Like, I've been, I'm a very emotional person. Like, you know, I care. And, like, um, when I'm feeling some type of way, like, I'll be on social media and I'll be, like, talking about my feelings, being super emotional, like, kind of being vague or whatever. And I remember, like, this famous person was like, you know, never talk about your feelings on the internet. Just don't. And, like, life comes at you fast. Whatever you say can come at you again. You know, cancel culture, et cetera. And um, I would love to, like, develop my relationship with talking about my feelings. Like, how do I bring that balance of, like, being emotional and having going through a hard time, but also, like, bringing that light into my darkness? Mm. Like, how can I, like, experience and acknowledge you know this thing going on in my life but also like bring in this wisdom because when you talk about your feelings on social media i feel like people can misconstrue it and put their own story in it and like you know think it's about somebody else when it's not really and yep definitely yeah i don't know where i was going with this but there's just so many assumptions from that stuff too with putting your feelings on social media i suppose yeah along those lines so many because you're just reading text. You're not getting inflection. You're not getting tone. Yeah. There's no eye contact. Yeah. There's none of that. Yeah. None of how human beings are supposed to communicate, yeah. actually. But I, I try and be as genuine as possible in my wording. I try and pick like certain words that convict a certain emotion. It's so crazy, though, because you can do that and someone will still mis- yeah. <laughs> take it for something completely different out of left field. Facts, facts. You're just like, how did you even come up with that? Like Facts. Trying to be intimate on social media is very, very... It's dodgy. Yeah, it's very dodgy. But it's also, like, if you can achieve it and master it and, like, connect with humanity in that way, then, like, I feel like you have this power. And, like, that power can bring multiple realities into life. Like I agree. I'm trying to do that. I agree. Do you, think, like do you think we're living in a simulation, by the way? Because we're kind of like of, of running along that topic-ish. Not really, but I just figured I'd throw it out there just because. Um, I believe that we exist in a bubble and we choose to bring certain information to us and certain information is delivered to us without our consent. But it's it's so easy to live in like a program i feel like so it's not exactly like a simulation where like we are just fragments of data in the way that that data is communicated to us Mm -hmm. but i don't believe there's like a program i believe we are the program yeah i'd like to i like to think i'm more along those lines as well yeah 
I mean, I just literally think of everything as molecules. I'm just looking at everything yeah. and I'm like, yep, we're all just the same shit. Yeah. We're all just the same shit living on uh, some plane <laughs> of existence where we actually exist. Yeah. But it, other than that, we're literally just all the same shit. We're just colliding with each other. <laughs> really colliding. Yep. Beams of light colliding with each other. Exactly. That's so crazy to think about. Yeah. <sighs> it's so funny. I love like watching people operate like I love seeing people who are like like you can see the light leaving them like they're glowing you know like they're so happy like and their speech like talking to them makes them happy and then like you can see some people who operate on like you know a different level like a different color too or like a different energy you know a different intention I love watching like all the spectrums I feel like that's the whole purpose of earth is to like experience the spectrums of existence experience as much as possible definitely i'm right there with you yeah so usually i get all of my talking out on the podcast excuse me usually whenever i'm in a social setting or something along those lines or a lot of people around usually for the most part somewhat reserved i would say because i just like observing and i just like taking in what everyone else is doing and just kind of understanding why not even why people act the way they do or just it i don't know you know what i mean though absolutely just like why people do the things that they do i don't know it's just so fast human beings are just fascinating to me they really are yeah you know i love how everyone like it you know like we could look at our president right now and like you could like people are children you know like people are like big babies (laughs) yes (laughs) yes they are (laughs) Yep. And I like love that because like if you just show someone like compassion and like emotion or like I don't know like if they're having a I don't know I don't know people are so fascinating like you can treat them like I don't know how to describe it. It's interesting to think I like that you said the uh people are just babies, you know. They are really. They're just all I am a 28-year-old baby. My father is a <laughs> 58 year old baby actually (laughs) actually no he's 59 now shouts out to you papa 59 year old baby he's just a 59 year old kid that's all he is like some people never leave their childish behaviors no i don't think i am (laughs) i mean i to be honest you shouldn't like those behaviors that you adopted as a child is who you are that's what keeps you happy too yeah i'd like to that inner child I mean, obviously, true passions that you can find later on in life will keep you happy as well. But, you know, just those, just like you said, that inner child, like that inner curiosity and desire to experience new things and just grow. Like, that's what really keeps you happy. Yeah, it's pure. Definitely. Yeah. Shouts to your inner child, wherever it is, people at home. (laughs) Find that, find that guy or girl and bring him out and about. Yeah. Play with him more. Listen to your heart. Yes. Go climb a tree, like I yeah. said earlier. Go climb a tree. Connect with nature. <laughs> Do you go out to nature a lot? Um, I make an effort to, yes. I like make an effort to connect to my surroundings every day. Gotcha. I got to do that more often. Do you feel like you're present? Uh, yes. I just... I don't know. It's just weird. You just get caught in the, like, with the regular, like, 9 to 5 type shit. Yeah. Especially with me, I work basically, like, a 7 to 5. Yeah. So it's usually, like, 10-hour days, five days a week, you know. You just get caught in that loop of just go to work, come home, 
turn on tv yeah make time for yourself yeah exactly relax but then you don't even think about all the other shit that you should be doing too like going outside and experiencing nature and doing other things and taking walks and just doing anything going to a museum or some other shit like that like i went to the orlando art museum this past week for an interview thing Oh, my and God, with SR50, right? I saw yes, that. Yeah. Shout out to SR50. Yeah, shouts out to SR50. <laughs> Harrison the man. Harrison is the man. He is absolutely the man. Like, yeah. mayor of Orlando, in my <laughs> opinion, for sure. Such a huge force in the Orlando creative. I know. And he's so humble. Yeah. He's I so, love him. He's so humble. Um, But I went in there, and upon entry into the art museum, I realized after 10 years of living in Orlando, this is the first time I'd been to the art museum. Really? I was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, why haven't I been here before? They have a new exhibition. I know it's pretty good. Before, they always did, like, like uh, classic stuff. I like how they're doing more contemporary. I feel mm-hmm. like that's way more interesting. There's a bunch of dope shit in there when yeah. I was in there the other day. I was like, man, I gotta start doing this more often. <laughs> I am fucking up. <laughs> There's a um, Dale Kehuli Museum in St. Pete. It's a glass artist. He's really amazing. You should check him out. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, you should check him out. I've been to the Dali Museum. Yeah, Dali Museum is cool. It's a, it's a good time. It's a good time. It really is. If you've never been there, you should go. But I like... People I like who go back again and again, I'm like, there's other shit to see, guys. Yeah, <laughs> like, I've been there more than like four times already, and I'm so over it. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, see, but I went to like go check out the smaller exhibits like Frida Kahlo and... Oh, definitely, Renee yeah. Marguerite. Definitely, most definitely. Because yeah. they do have a bunch of dope small exhibits that are in there, too. Yeah. I only went once, and I, I can't even remember who it was that was there, but it, it was mind-boggling type stuff yeah i'm just like oh boy oh boy uh, yeah i mean they have mr salvador dolly himself so they gotta fucking step up that is true yeah that that is very true yeah these are good points damn yeah i got i haven't even been in the science center either science center is really cool i know uh, i've heard this <laughs> if you go you should definitely make time for the um theater like a, they have like the big screen, like a movie thing. Okay. It's very immersive. It's like the big thing. It's almost like you know Soren, the the ride at Disney. I've okay. I've only heard of it, and I've only heard stories that it is batshit insane. Yeah, like, it's very immersive. Crazy. Yeah, it's kind of like that, but it, the the difference is, is like so Soren is a roller coaster. I've heard people say it's potentially probably the best theme park ride that has ever existed. Really. I don't know. I would argue that I fuck with the Kraken at Sea World. Oh, so you, oh, so you just want you just want full thrills <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, if it's a ride, I need it to be a ride. Fair enough. I mean, the Kraken is fucking fire. Yeah, like I don't know. I think the Hulk was sick. I think the Hulk may be better than the Kraken. I'm not too sure. Really? Yeah. Uh, Hulk is pretty good too. The line is so long for the Hulk. Kraken's way faster. I know. I haven't. I didn't start riding roller coasters until later on in life because I was a little scared boy. Yeah. Yep. I was a little scaredling. <laughs> I didn't want to do it. I was that guy that would hold everyone's shit. Yeah? Yeah. Ah, you would be holding my shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, not anymore, but I would have been in the past. I would have been in the past. That's funny. Yeah, I decided to jump out of a plane and conquer my fears. And uh, You jumped out of a plane? I did. I went skydiving. Oh, my God. Yeah, Here? 15,000 feet. Yeah, and uh, Coco over there. Ah. Did you enjoy it? Oh, hell yes. That shit, if, I'll tell you right now, <laughs> straight up, if I had the ability to skydive every single day, I would. 
Facts. And it would never get old. I I don't think it could get old. Like that's that shit is crazy. Did you what what was your body feeling? Like what was what were you just absorbing at first? Like tell me the story. Okay, Have you told so, it to your viewers already? Uh yeah, I think I've I think I've talked about it a couple times, but I I'm always down to talk <laughs> about skydiving. It's the shit. So I remember we get there, my friends and I get there, and we were like partying the night before, so we're not necessarily feeling the best. So it's it's already not good at that point. They're feeling the nerves like immediately. Were you under an influence? Were you like high or anything? I think I was high. Yeah. yeah. I think we smoked some weed before. <laughs> that was about it. <laughs> that shit would fucking make me like paranoid. I'm not paranoid, but I'd be like the anxiety. I mean, the anxiety was definitely high. I'll say that for sure. Um, my nerves didn't really start kicking in until we were up in the air. My two friends that were with me, they were already like, before we even got on the plane, <laughs> they were just like, <laughs> <laughs> not feeling that it. That shit would make me giggle so hard. I love when people feel that. That's the funniest thing in the world. So we get up in the plane and all that shit. And I didn't really start feeling that nervous feeling until I got up to like start walking down like the little aisle to to jump out and as i saw the person in front of me go because i'm right behind them i saw the person in front of me go and when they jump out the plane it's just like they're gone like in a a snap of a second (laughs) yeah oh yeah just gone and i was like (laughs) as soon as i saw that i was like oh fuck (laughs) oh no oh no you had a person behind you though right Yeah, yeah yeah you have to have um I think it's after seven tandem jumps, then you can start jumping by yourself. Yeah. But you have to, first times, first seven times you jump, you have to be tandem. Okay. With somebody who's... Uh, Professional. Yes, exactly. And at that point, I was like, oh shit, I'm jumping out of this plane. Oh God. So we get in there and he's just like, are you ready? And I don't even think I got a chance to say yes. And he already jumped out. And immediately you're just like, you just feel pressure. It's just wind just racing up at you. They tell you like to keep screaming the entire time because it forces you to breathe. Basically, Yeah, I was about to say you can't breathe because the pressure is so yeah, cause much. The, yeah, the pressure is so much. So you have to like keep screaming to force yourself to be able to breathe and push back against the wind that's coming oh, up at you. Wow, fascinating. It's crazy, yeah. So I think... From 15,000 feet, it's 45 seconds or 50 seconds of free fall. Because 18,000 is the highest you can go in Florida. You could do 18,000 there, but we were doing like a Groupon, and it was for the 15,000 feet. So, mm-hmm. um, Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, but the 18,000 feet is like a minute long free fall or some shit. Minutes really? straight. Really? Yes. 3,000 Mi- difference is a minute long? Apparently so. That's fascinating. I know. So we he pulls the chute. And immediately when he pulls this chute and we start floating, I'm just, I just break into the most ridiculous, like hysterical giggles, like (laughs) ever. I was just like, I couldn't stop. Like it was just nonstop. There was nothing I could do. I was just like hyperventilating the entire time. I was like, oh my God, oh my God. But it's easily one of the most beautiful things I've ever done after that. Because when you float down and you have like a five, 10 minute float, back down to the earth after the shoots pulled and you just see everything wow everything and you're riding so high off of the adrenaline of that that it's 
it's this weird balance between you're just floating in the fucking air yeah oh yeah it's it's this crazy balance between the most the most adrenaline you've ever experienced with this unbelievable feeling of calm at the same time it's so hard to explain no i understand exactly what you're talking about it's like oh man like buddy Highly recommended. Highly recommended. If you can get over the idea of jumping out of a plane. That's amazing. Could you see the beach? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yep. That's amazing. It's quite dope. Your friends enjoy it too? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They loved it. Yeah? They loved it. How much is your Groupon? What was it? I think it was like... I think it was like 150? Not bad at all. Or 140? Something like that? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. They don't let you like take your phone though with you or anything that's, and like that's record because cool. yeah. they want you to pay for their little video package and oh. that whole thing. That's how they get the real money off you. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I would have. We we got to see like some of the footage of us. They show you the footage anyways, even if you don't pay for it. And man, the fa- the faces we were <laughs> making it just. Oh my god! I gotta just forever in my mind of just the dumbass face I was making. That's so sick. I highly recommend it. I think you I think you would like it if you My mom really wants to do it. She really wants to do it with me. Ooh. Yeah. Is she offering to pay for it? She <laughs> <laughs> If I'm coming with her, I'm gonna be like, please. <laughs> you're the you're the one who wanted to do this. <laughs> I'm just accompanying you, yeah. so you know. No, nah, she's the type to always pay for me even though I wanna pay. I feel that. Yeah. Well, I think this would be a great thing for you to do with your mom. Yeah, for real. Especially since you seem to enjoy these uh these high adrenaline rushes already. Yeah. I love things like that. You're a roller coaster nerd like that? I yeah, I like I like adrenaline. I like shit like that. It doesn't really phase me. Did you see that one thing the other day, that one crazy like gyro tower or whatever? I'll have to show you a video of this afterwards. Like this this was ridiculous. It looked like i would just literally shit myself if i was on this thing yeah you know what i can't fuck with i can't fuck this shit with like it's a bungee and like you're really high on the mountain and it's almost like a swing it swings you down the mountain it's it's like insane sounds terrifying it's terrifying it sounds like the worst thing in the world and like you're just literally falling thousands of feet using a bungee i don't know about that i don't know about that yeah (laughs) (laughs) I had a I used to work at Lazy Moon and I talked to the owner a while ago. The owner last year, he's a big like adrenaline junkie like that. He fell out of the sky while what was it? Paragliding or hang gliding? It was one of the two. He fell from like a hundred twenty feet in the sky. Is that a lot? I don't know what hundred twenty feet is like. Hundred twenty feet is high. <laughs> that's that's high. Is that? I'm six foot. I'm six foot three. That would only be like twenty of you though. That's still a high amount. That, that's a high amount to, to for us and our little meat sack bodies to true, be falling true. from. True, definitely. Yeah, yes, at a high rate of speed. <laughs> yeah, facts. True. Um, and this man just like, I don't know how, he, he just cooling. He like broke his wrist. That's it. Damn, that's it? I know. <laughs> how does that even happen? That's, that's awesome. I know, but that just makes me wonder. I'm like, hmm, I'm going to go ahead and check that one off my bucket list then. Because <laughs> I don't... I, I don't know. No, uh, thank you. I don't know about all that. Yeah. What is on the horizon for you, might I ask? The horizon. Finishing a source to give back. I'm going to school, doing art. Um, I like doing makeup on people. 
That's a thing I'm doing. Yes, I have seen these. Yeah. I've seen these. I want to like do things more with fashion. I like make my art more intimate. Word. Um, pretty much it. Just figure out how I can like be of service and also be of service to myself. That's what's up. Yeah. I appreciate all of these things. Yeah. Yes, yes. That's pretty much it. Every day I try and become a good person. What about you? What's on the horizon for you? Whew! Sleep! (laughs) (laughs) Facts! I'm fucking tired! Yeah, right there with you. Yeah. Well, actually, what's on the horizon for me before sleep? Fat bowl, right after this. (gasps) Let's do it. Yes, that's definitely Can we invite everybody in here? Yeah, of course. Here, can I can I be right back? Yeah. Do do do. We'll be right back. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'll be I'll be perfect at stalling while you do this. I'm I'm made to stall. This is what I do. They call me Stalin because I stall. That was a bad joke. I will never ever do that to you guys again at home. I promise, because I'm not one for puns and not my forte. I will say. Now I'm just rhyming things, and that just sounds terrible. Also, stalling is not my favorite thing to do. You know, but they coming in here right now. Oh, haha! Yes. All yes. right. So I bring Sahandra and Beta. Yes, come indeed. Come. Looks very apprehensive. <laughs> Hello, everyone. You gotta, you gotta get in there, in there, to get in there and say hello. Oh well, oh he knows. What hey, he what's up? Wow, that was sexy. <laughs> <laughs> that was sultry. Are you feeling any better? By the way. Uh, a little the the weed helped a little bit. Okay, word, yeah. word, word. Sadly, people at home, our our good friend Jeremy over here had his phone destroyed in a grandiose fashion, I might say. Yeah, it, it looked like somebody like like cars ran over it multiple times. I was gonna say, yeah, like, it looked like either that or like somebody jumped up and down on top of it multiple <laughs> times. It's one of the two. I feel for you. It was a new phone too, wasn't it? It was a new phone. Okay, we're going to get off that subject now. <laughs> Just going to let that one go. Anyways, what have you guys been doing about out there? Watching. Everything. Cooling. Yeah, wait, what were you watching? We were watching, um, watching Neon Genesis. Waterboy. Waterboy. Y'all watch Waterboy without me? <laughs> and what else? Those That's not right. That's not right. I don't know pop culture like that. How dare you watch any Adam Sandler movie from that era without me? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Well, I'm yeah, going to hit this. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm going to be, we're about to wrap up here soon. So I'm going to be stuck out there as well very soon. Yeah. We're about to join you guys. Mm-hmm. We're about to skate after this. She really? Still. Yeah. Oh, shit. All right. Yeah. I've never been to OSP. I kind of want to go eventually. I want to get better. You want to, like, get a girl gang. I didn't know you skate. I'm not that good. But you skate. I skate, yeah. I have my own board. It's pretty impressive, apparently. It's like a Joey Garcia board. What? Yeah. Who's taking this from me, by the way? Somebody take this from me. Damn, okay. Yeah, I see Harrison you. blessed me with it. I see you. I see you. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Harrison, again, saving the day. Always. Wait, so what you got on lock, then? What tricks you got? I can do a manual. Hey, hey, yes. And I can do an all-in, that's it. I bet you can manual probably longer than I can. <sighs> Maybe like a solid 2.7 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> bet. You that's longer it. than me. That's actually definitely longer than me. I suck at manual, so that's not very uh, much my forte, I will say. Damn, that's what's up, though. Thanks. 
I will hit this right after. I'm going to uh, begin the process of wrapping this up. I'm going to do this Heat of the Week segment real fast. And people at home, I am very excited to announce we've got new Heat of the Week music. New Heat of the Week intro. Five new intros from your highness King Carlo himself. Oh, yes, indeed. I am very excited about these because uh, it's uh, he sent me all these beats and I got to listen to all of them like in the car. And they passed the car test. Oh, they passed the car test for sure. It's one of those things where I was just like, oh, <laughs> just screaming. So, uh, you know, I'm just going to let him take over real fast and we're going to do heat of the week very quickly so we can get out of here and. Uh, not do this anymore. <laughs> it's one way to say it, I suppose. So yeah, let's do this. You're about to hear the Trap House Heat of the Week. Thank you so much, Carlo. Blessing the homie with the uh, the lovely instrumentals. Ah, ah, that's such a that's such a smooth way to ride into this. Ah, I love it. I love it. Thank you, Carlo. Appreciate you, dude. You my man. My man's fifty grand, bruh. Heat of the week. We doing this shit real mud freaking fast for y'all today, so we can leave and go smoke some more weed. You can take your time. You know. First up, Heat of the Week, we got a Benny the Butcher. The man just dropped a new album. It's called The Plugs I Met. It's just dirty, grimy hip hop, as as per usual from the Griselda peoples. Just lovely samples and hard lyrics and all that good stuff. Yes, we're listening to. Dirty Harry today featuring RJ Payne, Conway the Machine. Yes, indeed. You can feel free to comment on this at any time if you'd like to. Call it trash if you want. Make fun of it. Yeah, feel free. Are we cooking? Watch me work. Like I'm improving. I deliver death jams. Call me Rick Rubin. Big nine millimeter or the six shooting. Brains hanging out your wig. You a fig noob. Pie cooker worth the Jimmy Fly snooker. Time a hawk dunk on all of you five footers. Uh, speaker knocker. This that 45 woofer. Slaughter guys. And this hit was ordered by the butcher pain. More bananas than the zoo. Gorilla. And all my hammers got that panoramic view. You niggas gamble with light to that cannon. Small-minded, blow out your brain and expand the nigga view. Raw specimen, pure medicine. Benny said, clean niggas up. I'm George Jefferson. Black Sopranos, we working three-quarters Mexican. Bars hit you like finding out your daughter a lesbian. We got them hooked. It's the drugs that they came for. Leather faces, still blood on my chainsaw. Shower posse, niggas love when the rain pour. Saw 
sorcerer, the torturer, that's what they call me pain for. OBH hammer, let a spark go. Got that big A. You get the idea. Hardship, always. Dirty Harry's the name of the song. Benny the Butcher. That album goes. That man is rhyming on that shit. If you're tired of listening to some hip-hop that doesn't have good lyrics, feel free to check out Benny's album, because the man goes off. Just saying. I mean, if you got features like Black Thought and Pusha and Jadakiss, I mean... I'm saying. I can only make so much of these weird-ass noises to let you know how strongly I feel about this. Like, Jesus, people. If you're already this into it, you might as well trust our opinion. I'm saying. I'm saying. Next up, we got Underachievers dropping Lords of Flatbush 3. It's just all straight bangers off of that. Just bangers. Bangers galore. Just bangers nonstop. That's all that's really going on there. Bangers on bangers. Bangers on bangers on bangers. Yes. So name of the song we gon' listen to today is Rowdy off of Lords of Flatbush 3. How do you say three in Japanese? San. Okay, but. Lord of Flatbush San. Flatbush San. Insides get exposed, coming short a couple O's. When some niggas dead and gone, cause they ain't get back what they owe. Feel that kickback, then reload. Just like bleach, I'm snatching souls. On the creek, we riding slow. Like that's him, then let it blow. All of my niggas is rowdy. They ain't no talking about it. Guns that we holding, we call it division because it be splitting your body. Popping them shits like a molly. Don't get too close to my body. I'm with the hitters, they down for the killing. Be doing that shit for a hobby. Body means gotta get to the dough. I see you screaming, you niggas ain't low. Sit to the plan, I'ma get it. I don't got a limit like Biggie, I kick in the dough. No ballerina, I stay on my toes. Since in the fetus, my fingers was closed. Follow the leader, I'm leading the league on the feet. You niggas ain't making it home. You got an issue, then we gotta blow. Same where you live, the same where you go. Sit to the cold until niggas ghost. And we keep the peace until they provoke. Pull out the heater and leave niggas toast. Yeah, I be sinning, but I'm still a woke. Need my percentage, yo, I'm in the dough. Try to keep it calm, but niggas is vote. I do love me some underachievers, and since I took three weeks off, I have to say, honorary mention as well, the new Beast Coast album that just dropped, gotta peep that shit if you haven't already. Underachievers, Flatbush Zombies, Pro Era, all together, super group type status shit for an album that is just crazy the whole way through. It's already like two or three weeks old. I really wanted to play a song from it, but I cannot do so because it's heat of the week. It's gotta be current. Not me. Current shit. So, sadly. It's still current, which you should listen to, but not current enough for Heat of the Week, sadly. Yeah, check out the Beast Coast album, too. This was Underachievers, Lords of Flatbush 3. Name of the song is Rowdy. Yes, 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 indeed. And last but not least, we gonna end it smooth. Smooth, smooth with you. Smooth as silk. Yes, indeed. We got Knowledge dropping another little tape. Some uh, some remixes of some some fire some fire stuff going on as per usual, and just let the smoothness take over. It's like HX Part Thirteen. I think that's what it is. HX. That's all. It is. That's all it says. HX. That's it. You know. There it is. Yeah. I love this. Had to end it on smooth vibes. Yes, definitely. 
Oh, this song is called Baby Doll. Didn't even say it. to leave y'all with the vibes the strong vibes on the way out you already know yes get a man knowledge some love gone peep that gone peep that from your boy you know what it is name of the song is baby doll name of the tape is hx part 13 because i don't know how you pronounce hx hicks 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 something like that yeah right exactly well, that is it for Heat of the Week, and I would like to thank once again my guest for coming in. Space. Thank you so much for having me. Yo, you the shit. You know that? Really? Yes. You're the shit. No, 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 no. <laughs> you the shit. Thank you. Please, once again, shout out your social media where people can find uh, content and anything along those lines. So my Instagram is at feel the number four, the letter U, and number two again, so feel for you too. Yes. And I go by space, and my ins- Twitter is feel for me too. And that's pretty much it. And if you want to know more about a source to get back, you can literally just look it up and find me. Yes, indeed. Be so on the lookout for big things from that. Yeah. If you also want to come out and help, you're also more than welcome to. If you're an artist and you want to participate, you can message me because I always need people to volunteer. T- you know, if you want to donate something, I might be able to like set something up. But yeah. Bet that. Yes, yes, yes. Shouts out again to the homie. Thank you for coming through. Much appreciated. You can follow me personally on Twitter. Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, yeah, and uh, don't forget to rate. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I thought you were going to say something completely different. No, um, don't forget to rate. How did you like our conversation? Facts. (laughs) Listen to She's smart. You hear what she's saying? Smart. Smart one over here. Uh, again, seriously, thank you for coming through. Of course, thank you so much for having me. It's been a big blessing. No worries, no worries. Likewise. Indeed. And you can follow me personally on Twitter at the Steez Trap and on Instagram at the Steez Trap. And with all that good shit aside, we are done for today, y'all. Thank you for listening as usual. Much peace and love. Peace.